0: I'm your host, Magic Markley, and today I'm joined by Rachel Astarte. Rachel is a psychotherapist, author, educator, and podcaster. She's the author of both fiction and nonfiction titles, all of which promote individual healing and wellness. Her nonfiction guide, Celebrating Solitude, How to Discover and Honour Your Highest Self, has featured in Oprah's Oxygen magazine. Huffington Post, Insider, and several wellness podcasts. Rachel was also a contributor to Dr. Bernie S. Siegel's A Book of Miracles. Rachel hosts the podcast Self Talk with Rachel Astarte, which helps listeners develop a healthy sense of self and is available wherever all podcasts are streamed. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you so much, Magic. It's a pleasure being with you. It's certainly an honor to have you here. Now, let's get straight into it. I ask the same three questions of all of my guests, and everyone gives me such a wonderfully different answer. So here we go. The mm-hmm. first one is, what can your expertise do to accelerate health, not just physical, but also emotional and spiritual health?
1: Ah, uh, it's a great question. So as a self specialist I'm someone who helps my patients develop a healthy foundation of self and what that does honestly I believe it helps in all areas of our health of mental health spiritual health and physical health when we have a healthy foundation of self that is we feel safe and secure and balanced in our lives that really helps us to present our best selves to the world. It makes sense, of course, that mentally we might feel healthful because we are living our best lives and spiritually as well, but also physically, because when we are at peace with ourselves, our nervous systems are regulated and calm. And that, of course, helps to reduce inflammation in the body. Inflammation is something that causes pretty much every illness that we encounter as human beings. So the work that I do really does help on those three levels of well-being.
0: Wow, that's a fantastic take on it. I love that. Now, we talk about wealth here as well. So people think wealth is just the financial, like how much money do I have? What am I worth in currency? That kind of thing. But wealth is so much more than that. And it's also you know the emotional wealth that you have and your spiritual or personal wealth. So what are your top three tips to creating
1: wealth of any kind? First of all, I appreciate your definition of wealth because yes, it isn't necessarily just about money or or that kind of definition. Wealth is much richer than that to use <laughs> to you know forgive the pun, but when we live a life that we are content with when we feel like we are living our best lives. The wealth that comes from that is a sense of well-being individually. We don't need anyone to tell us that we're living our best lives because we know it, we feel it. And that's priceless to be able to negotiate life's challenges, knowing that the choices that you make are going to be right for you in that moment. That's a really powerful currency. Also, and I mentioned this earlier, there's a physical sense of well being, just being able to regulate your nervous system. That's also priceless. You know, we think about preventive medicine, preventive medicine is where we take care of ourselves before we need medical assistance, which can be, at least in my country, very expensive. And so when we do preventive medicine, we are contributing toward our future health and the wealth of our future well-being, just you know, saving money by taking care of ourselves. So again, clearing out all of the blocks and challenges that you might have in your life you get paid back in the currency of living a healthy, physically healthy life. And finally, I'm going to bend the definition of wealth here because we're not even talking about our own wealth, but the wealth that you contribute to the community comes from this inner work as well. Because when you are living your best life, your most congruent life, you are actually giving back to the world. So, in a way, you're making the world around you a wealthier place if that makes sense that
0: makes perfect sense and i love that you've bent that inference of of wealth that meaning because yes community wealth isn't possible without you yeah i really do love that that's great thank you mm-hmm. of course now look we do talk about weight loss here many people battle with their weight quite needlessly it's often due to stress and certainly a disconnection of self. So have you ever battled your weight? And if so, what was the trigger to lose it? What can you offer the listeners who might be on this journey?
1: I can't say that I've battled my weight, at least not in the way that I think that you're saying. I've certainly, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, fallen victim to other people's expectations of what a body should look like. And I think that's so terribly damaging. In fact, part of the way we see our bodies is what got me into this field because our bodies are the vessels for our souls. That's really the long and short of it. And so when we think about our bodies as our allies, and this is really important, I know it's very difficult for people who are battling with their weight to see their bodies as a friend, as an ally. But when we start to do this, when we start to really rack up how many ways our bodies have helped us, right? So we're not looking at the image of the body. Oh, we're supposed to look like X or have these measurements or this weight on a scale, right? We're looking at it in terms of functionality, so, you know, if we like a sport and our bodies move beautifully as we play tennis or we run or, or whatever it is, that's amazing, right? Every time you've been ill and recovered, your body did that. That's amazing. It's kept you alive. And, and you know, if you're a mother, oh, my goodness, what your body can do and, and that you can create a human being inside of it and feed that baby sh- should you so choose to breastfeed. Incredible we overlook the power of the human body. And when we start to see it as our ally, when we start to see it as the container of our soul, we have a whole new respect for it. So can you get to a point where you say, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I still want to lose X amount of weight. Well, then go ahead but i guarantee you you will not do it successfully if you don't enter that relationship with your body as an equal right so you may have a best friend who has some irritating habits but you don't end that friendship you put up with it you, you know you work together you talk stuff out same thing with your body when you're trying to lose weight or get healthier or whatever it is when you start to work with your body instead of feeling like you're working against it that's when the success happens. I'm going to tell you a little thing a lot of people don't know about weight loss, or they, maybe they do, but they forget it. When we diet or crash diet or starve ourselves or whatever it is, our body, the nervous system of the body begins to believe that we are in fight or flight mode. When we're in fight or flight mode, All of our major systems shut down in order to gather our energy to do what needs to be done to deal with this oncoming threat. One of the first systems that shuts down is your digestive system. So if you're stressed out or you're down on yourself or you hate the diet you're on, you're putting yourself into this fight or flight state. And the very first system that's going to shut down is your digestive system, which means your metabolism has slowed. So that means anything you eat will be processed more slowly. So it may look like, well, I'm, I'm dieting, I'm dieting. Why am I not losing weight? That may be one of the reasons why. So another reason why we need to approach our physical wellness with as much joy and pleasure as we can. So you may say, well, I'm overweight. I don't like it. If you change that to I'm overweight and I'm working to get this beautiful machine that I'm in to where I want it to be and we're working together and we'll get there, your entire nervous system relaxes and that allows you to process food faster or more efficiently. Right. So it's really about having a new relationship with our bodies, that it's not just this thing we carry around that we aren't connected to, but rather that we're intimately connected with. And that can really be, yeah, an ally to us, a friend to us.
0: You know, that's such a great definition there and some really great information about the fight-flight scenario. And Mm -hmm. you're right about the digestive system shutting down. And I think this contributes to, you know, when people come off diets and they've lost a whole lot of weight, but then it comes straight back. That's right. That's right. It's like, well, now you can digest things because your body doesn't see you under threat. So it's going to store things just in case you become under threat again.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. And so, and also think about it this way, and this is a very practical way of looking at it. You may have dieted successfully and lost the weight you wanted. You struggled through it. You did it. Congratulations. Now what? Right. So are, is that sustainable? So we don't want to diet. That's ridiculous because at some point that diet is going to end. And at some point the scale is going to say what you want or the measuring tape is going to say what you want, but you aren't living your life. You were on a temporary like food vacation, you know, but now you got to get back to living. So when we think about adjusting our relationship with food, first of all, but also eating pleasurably, eating in a way that that gives us joy. So I'm a big proponent of not saying no to food, but to changing proportions or or to be fully present when you eat. That's another big thing to really enjoy it without guilt. Now you're calming your system down. And so that's a lifestyle change. And that's much more effective for long term weight management. There's
0: some great information there and I know we've just touched the surface, so I would love to have you back in our next episode. But for now, Rachel, we love freebies here. What can you offer the listeners?
1: I actually have on my website, it should be there. If it isn't, that's okay. People can uh, contact me through my website. I have a wonderful guided meditation that I'd love to offer your listeners. It's called The Holy Self. And it really takes you through perhaps your first experience of what it feels like to be fully present in your body and fully present in your spirit, and recognizing the light that you are, your connection to source, and how it lives within you and radiates out of you. So I'd be very happy to share that with anybody who is interested.
0: That sounds beautiful. And your website is rachelastartetherapy.com Correct. R-A-C-H-E-L-A-S-T-A-R-T-E-therapy.com. Listeners, pop over there for that guided meditation. You're absolutely going to love it. Now, Rachel, we will see you back in Episode 193 Listeners, for now, thank you for your time. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.